Two opinionated women with strong views they aren't afraid to express chat loudly about current affairs, families, life and everything else that's on their minds. Perry Wise Women, the podcast, is Kelly Finlayson and Jackie Matthews laughing, sharing and sometimes crying their way into listeners' hearts and minds. Join Kelly and Jackie and their occasional guests for a weekly escape from reality to their zany world on the Ballerine Peninsula in Victoria, Australia. Hi, Jack. How are you going? Yeah, good, thanks, Cal. How are you? Good, good. How's how cold it is? It is pretty cold. I know, I know. I went out for brunch this morning and it was quite nice this morning and and now I'm ready to go find a scarf while I sit inside. I'm, maybe I better turn the heater on, I don't know. But I just got new moccasins from UGG. So does that mean that they're like you can wear them outside if they're from UGG? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> that No. Jack. Oh, no. <laughs> Do you know what? Um, I'm all happy, you know, for you to wear your, what is, your new Udi. I'm all good for that. But no, uh, no, no mockos. You can wear Ugg boots outside. Nah, I wear my moccasins to the beach. Because the old ones that I have are so old that it doesn't really matter. Like it's like they're so worn in. And they're easier than Ugg boots. You can't get Ugg boots on when you get out of the beach. Yeah, as long as you're only to the beach, Jack. Do you promise me, okay? (laughs) Nowhere else. Anyway, you should introduce our guest. (laughs) I should. Perry's, today we're talking to Chelsea from Bare Skin and Body Clinic here in Barwon Heads. Hi, Chelsea. How are you going? Thanks. How are you? Good, good. Enjoying the weekend so far? Yes, not that we can really do too much at the moment, but... So I just have, I've just put together just a few basic questions just to, so we can just have a chat because we haven't actually talked to a business within your industry um, about COVID. We've talked to some other businesses, but we haven't chatted to a business that's had to pretty much like just um, go black is what I'm going to call it. Like, Yes, you've just really had to just like shut the door and walk away. Yeah. When you... So can I just ask the comparison between the first lockdown and mm-hmm. now we're in number four and every time you get smashed, you just, they automatically, the first people to close it, anything to do with being yeah. anywhere near someone's face. At any stage, those four times, have you considered locking that door and actually not coming back? No, never because it's not something we're choosing yeah actually I haven't had anyone ask me that question before so that's a really interesting one no I have never thought that it's never crossed my mind but I do know a lot of people who have had to do that they've had to completely shut that's Mm. because they cannot reopen I think people forget about how expensive it is to close and then to reopen again and we're lucky in the um, way that we don't have any fresh food or produce or flowers that we're getting rid of but it is such an expensive exercise to have to keep doing absolutely and you can yet come back turn your wax pots back on Mm -hmm. or if need be put just put fresh wax in and yeah and as soon as we know you're open we're on the phone as soon as we hear the state government say 
that yeah. we can go to our beautician, bang, we're on the phone. <laughs> yeah, like the emails we received on Thursday, um, I was in the on Thursday just to kind of set up, you know, clean, make sure I had enough stock and whatnot. Um, and the phone was crazy. So we're really blessed that way. We do have a really good support network, especially being in such a small town. Everyone gets behind small business when they can. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, they, they do. That's the good thing about small towns. What would have been the hardest part for you? Was there um, one thing that just really just could have broken you? Probably the staff part of things because you're responsible for people's livelihoods and when you can't help them or the government can't help you, that is the hardest thing. I, I would probably say, yeah, the, the staffing part. Absolutely. I've actually got written here, sorry, my book keeps falling because I keep turning my chair, that I suppose you've talking, you've, you've spoken to your staff and have they shared any stories with you on how hard it was for them? Um, because my staff are younger they are really they say to me they're really lucky they live at home with their parents so they are okay but they have said to me it's really hard because while they're not um, you know I suppose too affected by it it's really hard mentally for them to go from working then to all of a sudden not working and then having to work again and the anxiety they feel with opening, closing, opening, closing actually really does affect them mentally. Um, And also the fact, you know, is our business going to be able to keep opening and locking down or are they going to end up with no job to go back to? Yeah, fair enough. I suppose and they, and because they are young, they may not see the the basics that your business is always, always going to reopen and you being you are going to look after them. That you know, you're going to go back to them in the first case to come back rather than yeah. get someone new on. Yes, yeah, 100%. But, yeah, so that's a conversation we've had to have every time. We're getting pretty good at having those conversations now. But um, <laughs> and it was, it's a very hard conversation to have with people, you know, that rely on you. Absolutely. So flipping to a complete different concept. Oh, my God, my book. Kelly, just sorry. <laughs> Is there any way that, so within your industry, because I don't understand it, I've never worked in it, I just go as a, as a client. Yeah. Can there be like a business model change or an update that you don't hurt as much during shutdown, lockdown? Or is it because you're... Well, we're you know, working in such a close proxim- proximity to people's face and bodies. It's really hard to regulate. But one thing COVID has actually made, um, I suppose, people in the beauty industry more aware of is we don't have like a union. We don't have anyone actually speaking for us. Like we don't have anyone to um, advocate for us. We, we really not. Yeah, we're not like that, which I think we never had to really think about that before COVID has happened. So while a lot of industries have people to speak on their behalves, we don't. And it's a conversation I've had with a lot of people who are in like constructions with unions and stuff like that, that have people to advocate for them, Mm. whereas our industry really don't. Um, And so I wonder if COVID is going to, you know, make something happen um, help us that way because that is the only way I think that that would help our industry with the constant lockdowns is there anybody doing that do you know Chelsea is there anybody that's because I know that there's 
some people in the fitness industry that are doing that now trying to get a uh, an organization together or get yeah. some sort of representation for the gym owners because they're in this a similar situation as well um and yeah. even worse because you know obviously like we should all be going to the gym because we need to be healthy but anyway that's another topic <laughs> but I know yeah. that there are people that are doing that um and these are people that have been in the fitness industry for years you know like so they're kind of not even really in the industry now but they're they're trying to be a voice for the industry yeah. is there anybody yeah. that's trying to be a voice for I think last year with the lockdowns, um, a lot of beauty um, businesses banded together. Um, but at the end of the day, I think it comes down to, you know, money. So to start from scratch, I think it would be very hard. But from the research I've done, what you could do is you could jo join um, another union. So, for example, nurses, I think I'm 90% sure they're in with, like, construction. So when things go wrong with nurses, they've got the construction industry to back them up and vice versa. So um, I think that's something down the track, like whether the beauty industry and the dermal industry does join on to another union and then we kind of work mm. like that. That's, mm. the, um, that's what I've researched and that's what I've found. Have you considered talking to um, your local MP? just yeah, to get some other ideas and just to sort of yeah. have that body behind you yeah I have I really it was something I was really um passionate about last year but then when we, we did reopen um I think you know I'll be honest I think you get a little bit excited and think it's okay it's not going to happen again yeah. it kind of find a little bit and then it happens again and you yeah. think oh you really need to do that yeah yeah, because I think that would be beneficial for you to speak with both um, Libby Coker and um, Sarah Henderson. Yeah. Because Sarah Henderson being the, uh, our first ever local senator, yeah, she has direct, like direct contact with the, the current government. Yeah. So, you yep. know, she's hard to get into but you just be persistent just to even yep. just have that conversation to see if there is another door that can be opened. Yeah. Yeah, no, that is a great idea and that is something that, yeah, I would definitely look at. Yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted to ask you is did your landlords look after you? Yes, yeah. If it wasn't for our landlord, I don't think we would have been able to open and then close and open and close. Yeah, he was fantastic. Oh, that's really good. Okay. Yeah. So because yeah. that seems to be the... The feedback, the, the biggest part of the feedback is that most landlords just st stepped back and, and yeah. were quite understanding yeah, I've with heard, their tenants. Um, I've heard some horror stories, um, but we're so lucky, so blessed. Yeah, really, really, yeah. really lucky area. You're good. Before we let you go, Charles, is there anything else that you wanted to put out there to um, our um, audience? I mean, here's your chance to... Talk to all those Perry Wise women. <laughs> Not really, just <laughs> thank you. but those who support us, just thank you. I don't think, like, as a small business owner, when you come in, you know, just for an eyebrow wax or a lash chin, it means so much to us. And and even just to rebook or, um, you know, just to and pop show in up and show yeah, up. Yeah, yes, well, that's the point. <laughs> <of that. Sorry. laughs> There's another story but, behind that, Jack. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> I've had total yeah. peri brain for the past like month and I think I've missed, is it three appointments in the last three weeks? No, I actually Some. think it's been four. It's four. Oh. Yeah, we're four. four. 
last week, the week just gone visit up. <laughs> yeah. And then this week, Jack, I was on, I couldn't believe it. I was on a Zoom meeting with my CEO and I'm looking at the clock knowing that Chelsea had given me an appointment pretty much during her lunch break and I'm in a Zoom meeting not able to go to this another rebooked appointment because Kelly had forgotten. Anyway, I made her a plant. I bought a yeah. pot and, and, and put a plant together for her and took it in. and It's beautiful well, that- and I have <laughs> It's very beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, so I'm just trying to get, you know, t- um, trying to look after her other two plants who are obviously dead and she no, hasn't. See, so she hasn't accepted that they're not dead. No, but I hasn't have, it- <laughs> gone and they're going to be replanted with something that is going to be very, very, very hard for me to kill. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, just yeah. go the succulents. You can't kill succulents. Yes, that's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us, Chelsea. It was really um, nice of you to give some time on a Sunday. No, thank you very much for having me. And I hope that I was um, able to give you a little bit of insight what it's been like for the beauty industry because I think sometimes we do get a little bit skipped over. Yeah. Um, It would be nice if I suppose the government did understand our high hygiene and infection control policies and procedures. That would be nice. Of course. Yes, yes. It may seem that you skipped over, but I can promise you that every woman in the world knows how important the beauticians are because we wouldn't be able to walk out our front door without you. Yes, that's nice. That's really nice to hear. Well, you can tell that sometimes it's the men that makes these decisions. Oh, okay, yes, yeah, because they don't need to have their lip wax, do they? No. No. They they wouldn't understand chinny hairs. No. 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 Need to get a back door so you know everyone could just go through the back door. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like I go every week, and then everyone, Richie at the wine store must be like, Kel's in there again. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm going into the wine store every week, so. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you probably see me doing that too, anyway. That's another story too. <laughs> Go and enjoy the rest of your Sunday, gorgeous girl. And All right. Thanks so much, guys. Thank no you. Day. Bye. You're listening to Perry Wise Women, Callie and Jackie, who love to buy local to support their Ballerine Peninsula local community. So whether you live in New York, Brisbane, or right here on the Ballerine Peninsula, Remember, it's never been more important to support your local traders, which in turn support your local community. So that was really interesting with Chelsea. Like, uh, I think that there's a lot of beauty therapists that really suffered through the, especially through like the first and second lockdowns because the third one was just that snap one but those first and second and then now um i mean you know for us it's not so bad because we've had what five or seven days but like but they're still locked down in melbourne so that they're again suffering again and a lot of their landlords are not waiving rent not now and there's no job keeper there's no assistance anymore i know i know so and, you know, it's getting harder and harder. Yeah, the, the federal government 
you know, saying that it was the state government's responsibility, that was a real, that was a mess up. I mean, they're saying now they're going to support us, but I don't know how much. Charles is exactly right that they need to have some sort of representation because that's yeah. what they need moving forward. And it's something that, like she said, they haven't needed before. Mm-hmm. And this is what happens in life is that sometimes we don't need something and then we do. And that's why people yeah. then have to like get together and organise it and, you know, do something about it. So, uh, yeah, I hope that she can um, she can get connected with Sarah Henderson, but also, uh, and this is probably something that you can chat to her about when you're like, you know, going getting your bits and bobs done, that she... Well, she needs to, um, you know, they need, they need, she, they they need to rally together. So, like, I don't know, then maybe there's like Facebook groups with all beauty therapists, or you know, they have to like um, take away the competition of it all, and then um, have a united front because that's that's what mm. happens with the construction industry or the nursing industry. Nursing's not so much because nursing, obviously, they they're all you know, it's pretty much public sector. But with the construction yeah. industry, they're all people that work for people. They're businesses that, you know, that are that are run like privately, and they're all part of the one union. Electrical trades, um, you know, yeah. there's, there's so many different unions, mm-hmm. and they're all part of the one union. So um, even though they're in competition together as as an industry, they're actually part of the same thing. So they niche. That's something that like. Well, if I was a new therapist, then I'd be looking at like, okay, well, who else is going to, because her going to see Sarah Henderson, she might get some advice or she might get a nice like, mm. oh, yeah, whatever, but it, it has no. to work in numbers. They need well, numbers. I know that she also, um, she also does training at college in Melbourne twice a week, so she'll be able to talk to them about it as well. Mm, yeah. Because they'd deal with, they'd have a number of um, beauticians that they, you know, have on their books and 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 deal with. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a numbers. bit scary not having a union or a or a body to look after you. Yeah, I think COVID four point zero has. I think a lot of people. I've talked to a few people, and I think they were quite surprised, Jack, at how down they have been. Because I think we'd all changed our mindset. We thought we were out. We thought everything was going to get back to normal and we were all going to go get our vaccines and, you know, and then get our flu vaccines and we are going to have a, an amazing winter and then next thing, bang, we're mm. closed again. Mm. And there's just so many different opinions and I don't even, I've just decided, I've chosen to not have an opinion anymore because you just, people just want to, I don't know, some people get a bit angry if you don't agree with them about this lockdown and I don't know how to deal with that. So I'm just saying nothing. I just go along with it. Well, I <laughs> I'm think told I have to stay home, I stay home. There's two things that need to happen and, yes, obviously there's the whole vaccination thing and then, you know, obviously I can understand why people are sceptical of that and also that's a rollout that takes time. I even looked on the website the other day so that I could book in to get vaccinated because you have you can now be like between 40 and 49 yeah I'm not a vaxxer and I don't get sick but one of my friends who works at the Monash University she said to me 
it doesn't matter, Jackie, that you don't get sick. You can you could get it and then make somebody else sick. So yeah, it's good to get it. So I was like, yep, all right. Yeah, no, right. Then I had a look at the thing. Cannot get in until like October at the Ford Center. Yeah. So um, because I'm under fifty, what about your doctor? No, you can't just go get one. You can't just book it in. You have to like be. You have to wait rather yeah. than through that actual wow. system. But this is the thing. The thing is. It's not just easy just to say, oh, yeah, I'm going to go get it and go get it. It doesn't work For your way. age group, no. And and, no. and that's been on the news, actually, what you're saying is that they just can't keep up with the demand. No. And also the thing is they've got to make sure that if they're doing the vaccinations now, then they also need to have enough in 12 weeks' time when you get your second vaccination. So, like, if you've right. got it already, you need to still have it again. So that's one thing. The other thing that somebody brought up in a meeting I was in the other day, which I thought, you know what, he's so right, is that everybody needs to just, like, quit all the bullshit and just use the QR codes every single time. Because the reason that we're in this lockdown right now, Victoria, is because not because the QR, there is anything wrong with the QR codes, it's because people are not using them. And so yeah, I know. they're just going through wherever and they're not they're not doing it they're not using them and so when something has happened and there's instances where people have a positive covid test they it's so hard for them to try to detect where track them yeah to track like it's so yeah, hard so yeah. so now like i noticed today this morning i went to Kmart and yeah i noticed there's a lot more people like just lining up to do the the Checking. qr code you know as you go in even though, like, seriously, at <laughs> Leopold Shopping Centre, they've got the QR code behind glass. So, like, it's on the window behind the glass. So when oh, I get there, it, it was reflecting. Working. Yeah, there's a reflection there. I'm like, oh, oh, my God, are they freaking oh. So oh, that would have been that would have been organised by a man. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, oh, my God. But, you know, and then, but then I'm like, so now I'm a freak. So I'm like, okay, so I did it there. Then I went into Kmart. I did it before I went into Kmart. And then when I was at the the um, register at Kmart, there's one on my register. And so I did it there as well. So I just I but just kept doing it. But you're already in there. Yeah, I know. But I thought maybe this is a QR code for this register. Mm. I don't know. Is it mm -hmm. or not? Or is it just I don't there? Know. I don't know. I've never, I don't know, Jack. So now I'm I open. went in. Well, yesterday I went to, not yesterday, Friday I went to Coles. Checked in. Went to the chicken shop, had to check in. Went to the fruit shop, check in. Got in the car, came back to Bowen Heads, thought, oh, I need to go to IGA, I forgot to get wine. Went up, had to check in. Oh, my God. But then I went to check in and then I realised I'd left my mask in my car. I'm out of practice. My mask, my God, do I have one? Oh, that's crazy. Who knows what's going to happen next, Jack? Do you know? I don't. It's a little bit scary, I think. I, I don't, I'm not scared. Like, I, would, I think that there's... I'm not scared. Those were scared was the wrong word. How many more times is this going to happen? Heaps. Honest, honestly, before people get it and, and have a little bit of responsibility for their own actions. It'll keep this is why we are where we are. Hmm. You know, like the, at, that Adelaide be. Hotel, that wasn't that man's fault. That was that hotel's fault by opening the doors and the air conditioning crossed over. <laughs> but people think we have that mentality, it's not going to happen to me. It's not going to happen yeah. here. It happens mm. elsewhere. 
we, mm. we all have that mentality, but we can't anymore. And I love, you know what I love? It's like um, <laughs> I don't love it. I don't love it. But <laughs> no, what do you love? This is really funny. So when when it's like, oh, it's announcing it's a lockdown, it's like everyone goes into like panic mode, but not just like supermarket shopping panic mode. So on when it was a Thursday night, Cook had to pick something up in Geelong on Thursday night. And so I was like, you know what? Let's just, we'll go out for dinner because, you know, Friday was going to be lockdown. So that was when the lockdown was announced. So I'm like, yeah. we'll just go out for dinner. <laughs> so we're driving into Geelong. And then he was like, it's probably going to be really busy. And I was like, oh, I doubt it. Like people will be just, you know, oh, let's stay home because like we don't want to get it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and he's like, mm. so we go to the Cremorne, can't get in. Go to the Barking Dog, can't get in. Packington oh. Street is like, it's like um, Chapel Street. Like, so anyone that lives in Melbourne would know, like Chapel wow. Street, like cars or Ligon Street. You know, it's just one of those streets where there's just cars, like just yeah. bump, bump of the whole way. So Cremorne, Barking Dog, Rang Squires Loft, ended up at the Sphinx. Stop it. That's the best. Oh, my God, on the other side of town. It was so good. Yeah. So we're like, and, and he, and so he was like, surely there's things going to have spots. And so I'm like, well, you better ring. So he rings and then he's like, he's like to me, you know, hand on the phone. He's like, oh, they're just checking if they've got seats, you know. Anyway, they had seats. And so. <laughs> and so we went in and. Um, yeah, I had a beautiful meal. I had some lamb cutlets, crumb lamb cutlets with gravy. That was yum. Cook had a chicken parma. was beautiful. The kids' meals were great. The kids had like this little kids' room and they had the iPads in there. So you can Ooh, just did they, on the iPads. <laughs> they don't care. They're in there on the iPads. But did you do their hands? Jack, I'm serious. Oh, well, they wipe their hands. They do that. They've got the, um, they have hygiene there. They've got like. You know, all right. Okay. Okay. They've got it all there. Yeah, had a couple of really nice glasses of wine. Cookie said the beer was great. So actually it was really good. We left and the kids are like, can we go there again? That was great. They loved mm. it. So you never know you where you I've end never up. never been there to eat. There but it was know. very funny. It was very funny, like just that whole like, wow, this is like a Saturday night. It's like so busy. There's people everywhere. Like everyone was yeah. just like that last hurrah. And one of the girls that works with us, she's only um, 18, 19, so young, but she just said it was like everyone, all her friends, they were just all going out. Like it was just like the biggest night. Like everyone just made the most. Wow. Yeah. yeah. To just get, you know, the last hurrah. So that I think is funny. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess, you know, this is going to keep happening. And so I suppose what people need to do is, well, like we spoke with Chelsea earlier, uh, you know, get representation, like get, you know, rally the troops, like get everybody that's yeah. in your yeah. industry or, you know, if you're getting affected by COVID, because, you know, there's some businesses, like I'm really fortunate, my business is not like it's okay, you know, like we're okay, my, um, you know, every, all of, all of, well, Summer couldn't work because she works in retail, but everything else, Everyone mm. still functions in this house, so we, yep. we're not actually really directly affected financially. But those that are, then I would just suggest that you know you need to start thinking that this is the future. This is not the end. 
This is mm. not this is not the no. last lockdown. No. This is going right. to continue yeah. to happen. And so they need mm. to prepare and they need to be forward thinking about, you know, one alternative like alternative um, forms of income, I suppose, in the fact that, you know, is there other things that you can do, you know, like online? Mm. And obviously mm. it's very hard in that instance. Because I know I've signed a few things over, like I reckon over the first COVID, I'd signed a few things because I have a couple of good friends that are in the beauty industry and um, and they'd sent me things to sign, like petitions and things like that, to obviously send to governments and to send, you know, to, to be able to get some change or some compensation or whatever. Mm. But, you know, there are some things going on and it's just a matter of, like, you can't have, like, 100 beauty therapists there and 50 over there and 200 there, and they need to all, as a collective, mm. even as a state, you know. Well, it needs to be started by a central body. Yeah. And that central body it. goes out to all of them. So mm-hmm. it needs to be not started by them, but it starts here and then like an octopus, it all goes out and encompasses in. everyone to protect them. Yeah. yeah. Bring everyone in. Yeah. It's a very different world, isn't it? I mean, we're really again fortunate because we live in regional Victoria. Um, but yeah, not talk about that yeah. for our city Perry's. But look at like all the other countries, like India and the US, and probably like the luckiest country is New Zealand at this stage. It's quite a complex world, as if it wasn't already. Mm. Now mm. we just don't know anymore when where the next where the next lockdown's going to come from. Mm. And I just hope it's not Victoria. A Victorian needs a break. You oh know, we it's just um, unfortunate that um, our businesses and our schools and, and us, we just keep getting, you know, knocked over. Well, I think so. that you have to uh, be grateful for what you have. Yeah. Otherwise you can't yeah, be mad. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I... You know, as long as you have, a lot of people don't have the safe homes that we have to be locked down into. So mm-hmm. that's what I think about a lot and I have to stop myself thinking about it because there's nothing I, that I can do from where I am at this stage. No, that's but, right. But even well, with my job, so I've got my big event that um, that we're planning. So it's our mini amazing race. So it's Challenge Brain Cancer. So we're partnering with Westfield Geelong. So it's a mini amazing race within the shopping centre. And then and we're looking for 50 teams of four. So get your team together. You've got a few family members there. <laughs> After that, it will lead on to a family event down on the foreshore with bands and food trucks. And But, you know, like so we're just still working to the 2nd of October, but who knows? Yeah. Who knows? If the football gets pushed out, we'll we'll have to push out because our event is scheduled for the week after the grand final. Mm-hmm. So, you know, anything happens with football, then it affects everything else around it. So Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, hopefully yeah. fingers crossed that 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 um that happens. Anyway, well happy anniversary for yes, oh, thanks. When was it? It's Sunday, I think. Maybe Thursday. Thursday? Very nice. Yeah, Wednesday it was, yeah. No, it was nice. 13 years married, so. Let's go and finish our Sunday afternoon and let everyone else get back to what we're doing. Cool. Talk to you soon, Jack. 
Ciao, Perrys. Thank you for listening to the Perry Wise Women podcast. Jackie and Kelly would love for you to join their collection. Go to their Facebook page, Perry Wise Women, and join the group. Let them know who you are, what topics you'd like them to discuss, and anything else that's on your mind. 